Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's me, Bark. I'm sorry that I missed you last week. I just don't know how well the show is actually doing. I've had one or two people tell me real or no real helps them, and that's kind of it. So I I just, I'm on the fence. Like, I think this show could go on. Then again, I don't know. I really am looking for feedback. I know that sounds needy, but I just don't want to waste my time if there's not that many folks listening so again, feedback at the Back Row Show on Twitter, or you can email barkbackrow at gmail.com. Let's get on with it. So I'm going to have two sections on this show this week. I'm going to do a two-week real or no real from the past two weeks, and then we'll break it down to a one-week. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about fantasy because of the trade deadline and what I've been seeing a lot of happening in leagues that should not. So let's go on with it. Trevor Simeon, New Orleans Saints. He's been named the starter the last two weeks. Four touchdowns, no interceptions, but a 58% completion rate. It's nice to see that he's not turning the ball over, but he does need to hit some receivers in the hands a little more. That being said, is Trevor Simeon real or no real? I can't say he's real. I just can't. It's Trevor Simeon. I, there's just there's just nothing I can say. Taysom Hill, obviously he's never been in their plans to be the starting quarterback. If he was, then he would be. Uh, Simeon is a stopgap. They're going to have to draft a guy or trade for a guy or, or do something. And I imagine there's some news today that Dave Gettleman is on the hot seat. Uh, if Dave Gettleman leaves the Giants, is it possible that the Saints could be a uh, trade partner for Daniel Jones? I know that sounds crazy, but it was just a thought. It was a random thought that entered my head. Daniel Jones, New Orleans Saints, trade with the Giants. Giants do a fresh, complete start over rebuild with a new GM. 
you never know. It's not going to happen, but it was a thought that came across my head, and I like it. So Trevor Simeon, he's not real. Uh, ride the wave while you can if you need a, a guy in a pinch for to cover you know, Big Ben and his old ass or somebody else that's missing weeks. Like You don't want to start Colt McCoy if Kyler Murray misses another week. Throw Trevor Simeon in there. On to the next, Devonta Smith. Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver has been unstoppable the last few weeks. He's got 20 points a game over his last two games. Is it finally time for Devonta Smith to be real? Well, you're damn right it is. Devonta Smith is real shit. He's no Henry Ruggs. He's out there. He's real. He's real from year one. I shouldn't have brought up Henry Ruggs. That's a sad situation. But I was bringing him up solely as that Alabama thought, you know, I was not big on rugs when he came out. I just didn't think he was dynamic enough to be an instant impact guy. Devonta Smith, I kind of thought, was enough to be an instant impact guy, and it looks like he is proving that that is the case. Next guy, yet another wide receiver, Elijah Moore. He's made Jamison Crowder not even a thought in that offense, which is a big deal. He's got 10 catches for 128 yards over the last two weeks and three touchdowns. Elijah Moore, real or no real? Elijah Moore is one of those guys that uh, a lot of folks thought could be the best rookie wide receiver in this class. That hasn't happened, but mainly because of injury. Who knows what would have happened if he played the whole year. Elijah Moore, honestly, probably the best PPR wide receiver on that team right now, even over Corey Davis. So if you made a deal to get him while he was missing weeks, good job, because he's real. Very, very real. Let's do a running back, or a couple of them. Still on the two-week segment, Daryl Williams, last two weeks, let's just say he's better than CEH. I don't even have stats written down. I just thought this guy is better than CEH, and he showed it. He is better. So if Kansas City goes back to CEH when he returns, which could be week 11, which you know is coming up in a few days, I think it's a mistake. I think you keep rolling with Darrell Williams. I think he's the guy. I really do. I don't think they'll do it. I think they'll give CEH another chance. But Darrell Williams, to me, just a harder player. Just, just, I don't know about harder. I hate to say that about CEH. The effort just looks to be so much more effective. Obviously, he's real. I'm not even going to play the music. I think Darrell Williams is real. I think he should be the starter for Kansas City just my opinion. Another situation that's very similar, Ramondre Stevenson, New England Patriots, 30 carries over the last two weeks for 162 yards and two touchdowns. Is Ramondre Stevenson real or no real? He's real, but there's a problem. Damian Harris is also real. You've got two running backs that are very capable of carrying the load I do believe Damian Harris will get that job back, at least the 1A role, but Ramondre Stevenson has definitely earned the 1B role. What this team should do is what the Eagles are doing right now and giving Boston Scott and Jordan Howard uh, double-digit carries every game, both of them seemingly. Uh, they This is what the Patriots need to do. Mac Jones has looked good. Set up that play-action pass with Ramondre and Damian. Give them both 10 to 15 carries a game and watch the Patriots continue to roll through the season and be one of the biggest surprises of the year this year and, and end up being Super Bowl contenders. Yes, I mean that. It's 
fucking dark days. The Patriots are going to be Super Bowl contenders again if they use these two backs in correlation with Mac Jones as a three-piece unit. Continue to try to find Jacoby Myers in the end zone because he's too good to only have one touchdown. But use those two running backs as much as possible, and the wins will keep piling up. Let's go on to one-week Warriors. Week 10, guys. Matt Bereda had three carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. He also had three receptions for 22 yards and a touchdown. How weird is that? Not high volume, but very effective volume. Is Matt Bereda real or no real? He's not real, folks. Uh, it's a nice bye week story if you picked him up on a on a fucking desperation move. But there's no running back in that offense that seems to be the guy. Uh, I still like Zach Moss the best out of all of them, but I don't know if he's talented enough to separate himself from, you know, Singletary and Bereta. It's just kind of a messy, mucky situation. I wouldn't touch any of them, to be honest. Moving on. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod. Nine for 63, nine catches for 63 on 12 targets for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Granted, you got injuries plaguing the Steelers right now, but Ray-Ray McLeod after this breakout game, is he real or no real? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Not real. This is an aberration. A lot of not reals this week, folks. Yes, I am negative this week. Ray Ray McLeod, nice little story. Uh, you know that he can play in a pinch for you, which is fantastic, but he's not real. Uh, that week was because of Mason Rudolph starting, and Mason Rudolph proved yet again, he sucks! He sucks so bad, and he's got the most punchable face in football. The Steelers are in real trouble here. There's not a real motherfucker on that team not named Najee Harris on offense right now. Moving on, DeAndre Carter, Washington football team. Three receptions for 86-1, and one, almost identical to last week's stats. Well, 56-1. and one. Something like 86 or 56. My handwriting sucks. But two weeks in a row, identical numbers, three catches, touchdown each week, 50-some yards each week. DeAndre Carter, is he real or no real? I am going to say someone has to emerge as the number two wide receiver in that Washington offense. Uh, He's the best bet, I guess. Let's reserved judgment but he looks to be the best bet so i want to say real i will say real i'll just go ahead and say real i'm not going to pussyfoot around this shit 
I think he's got the best chance to be the number two wide receiver on that team. That doesn't mean a lot, but it it can mean that he can help you out in spot starts throughout the remainder of the season. Next guy, another fucking wide receiver. Marcus Johnson, Tennessee Titans, five catches, 100 yards in week 10. Is he real or no real? Again, injuries have plagued this team. Julio Jones breaking down. They acquired him at a bad time. A.J. Brown's the man, but with uh, Derrick Henry gone, Adrian Peterson is not not gone, but out. Adrian Peterson isn't going to get a ton of carries. Neither is Jeremy McDickles or anybody else on that team. Uh, it, it just That's a mess as well. That's a new Buffalo backfield situation. So it is possible that a guy like Marcus Johnson could be useful over the last remaining weeks, but I wouldn't count on it. I'm going to say no real fluke game if I had to say so, but there's a chance. He's worth keeping an eye on next week. If he does it again next week, he might be a nice waiver ad to be a spot starter in case of more injuries or COVID issues. Moving on, another goddamn wide receiver. Albert Wilson, four receptions for 87 yards. We've heard this guy's name a million times. Is Albert Wilson real or no real? He should be real. It's one of the best players on that team on offense, honestly. He's just always nicked up and banged up like Devontae Parker, like Preston Williams, like every other fucking player on that team not named Jalen Waddle. So keep an eye on Albert Wilson. I'm not going to say he's real, but he is one of the better bets if he can stay healthy to be a productive wide receiver on a team that should have been very good at wide receiver with Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle. Preston Williams, on and on and on, but Jalen Waddle is the only one worth owning currently. Moving on. Wide receiver again, Gabriel Davis. And there's a theme to why there's so many wide receivers on here. One, it's because that's just what I was dealt with. And two, the theme is coming up. But Gabriel Davis, three receptions for 105 yards. Is Gabriel Davis real or no real? It's Gabriel Davis time, in my opinion. Emmanuel Sanders starting to show his age, starting to slow down a little bit. Gabriel Davis would have been a nice breakout candidate if not for the signing of Emmanuel Sanders. I've probably said this before on this same segment. But Gabriel Davis, you better acquire him now because the year three breakout is coming next year as long as Emmanuel Sanders is gone or they don't continue to play around with that experiment. Cole Beasley's going to be a little older. All those guys are going to be a little older. Gabriel Davis is eventually going to step up and be big time. Just saying. Last one of the day, IDP, Davian Taylor, linebacker for the Eagles. 15 total tackles over the last two weeks and forced fumbles. Bet you haven't heard that guy's name. Is he real or no real? He was a third-round pick last year. Kid looks real to me from everything I've seen. I think he's a great IDP pickup this week. Go out and get him before it's too late. Let's talk about all these wide receivers, the trade deadline, and what you should be doing. You should be, if you need a running back or a top tight end or quarterback help, use your wide receivers all year. Something that has been evident and true is that wide receivers are so much easier to acquire that can help you, whether it be on the waiver wire, whether it be through trade. They 
there's tons of wide receivers that are pretty decent. There's not a lot of running backs that are pretty decent, and there's not a lot of quarterbacks that are going to win you a title. So if you are good at wide receiver, and by good I mean you've got three really good ones, and you've got one that could spot start here and there, get rid of one for whatever position you're hurting at, whether it's tight end, quarterback, or running back. If it's IDP and you need a linebacker, don't be afraid to move a big-name receiver for some picks or a replacement receiver and a linebacker. Don't be afraid to move those big-name wide receivers because there's a ton of wide receivers with lesser names that can get you where you need to go, but you need to have a solid lineup top to bottom. And here it is, the easiest thing to get on your roster for production is wide receiver. There's a ton of them that produce. There's a whole bunch of names you can get for cheap that have been good all year, but the name isn't quite there, and they're not elite. They're just good. Use your wide receivers wisely. Get some players. Round out your offense. If you've got a wide receiver that's averaging 15 or 16 points a game, and you've got running backs that are under 10, go ahead and get rid of that wide receiver. Think about your law of averages on your team. I I saw a trade go down, and it was like two or three really good wide receivers in a deal for Alvin Kamara. Now, granted, he's hurt, but they were able to plug in a wide receiver or two that they weren't playing at all, like a Jacoby Myers. You're going to get more points out of a Jacoby Myers and an Alvin Kamara than you are a Mike Evans and a Jerry Judy. You just are. Don't be afraid to move elite names for an elite running back and then just freaking patch the hole at wide receiver the best you can. Got to play it safe, man. You've got to look top to bottom. What is my best starting lineup? And if that means you suffer five points a game on a wide receiver, but you jack yourself 10 or 15 points up on a running back, fucking do it. Or a tight end, a Travis Kelsey, a George Kittle, who's probably going to finish the year strong. Make that sacrifice. Quit staring at the names. Quit looking at your badass team on paper and get yourself a well-rounded starting lineup with an elite tight end or running back if you can acquire him for elite names at wide receiver. Wide receivers are so inconsistent, you can literally find somebody that can get you 5 to 10 points a game on the waiver wire. So just do it. Don't worry about your wide receiver having the biggest names. It's not fruitful. It's just not. That's all I got for you guys this week. Let me know what you think of this segment because I am on the fence. It is not easy to put this episode out every week. Life is busy. Life is hectic. But if it is wanted enough please tell me you want me, then I'll keep doing it. Bark's out. Everybody have a great day. See you next week, I think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.